Here's an ad from an online seminar conducted by our next guest. Quote, money may not be the most important thing in the world, but it impacts everything that is, from the food you eat to the places you live and the level of opportunities you receive. This workshop introduces you to some of the most important concepts in personal finance. By investing time into your own financial literacy, you are making one of the best possible investments, an investment in yourself. The workshop referred to is called the Fundamentals of Wealth Workshop. It Take control of your future. It happens one week from today, all day, at Surrey City Hall here in the Lower Mainland. Uh, it's conducted by and organized by Gina Judge, who is founder and owner of the Millennial Money Guide, and joins us this morning. Gina, thanks for getting up early and joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, it's nice to have you with us. Financial literacy, Gina, we spend a lot of time on this program and have over the years on it. Uh, It is astonishing, frankly, how low the level of financial literacy is across the spectrum in this country. And a lot of it goes to the education system in which, frankly, not many of us were taught the fundamentals of simply balancing a checkbook, among other things. Do you agree? I completely agree. And one of the reasons that I started my financial literacy company is simply because of that. There's so many people that live paycheck to paycheck. And like you mentioned, I always say it's, you know, money may not be the most important thing in the world, but it impacts everything that is. To take it a step further, it's not about how much money you make. It's about what you do with the amount of money that you make. Indeed. There's definitely an issue. So let's talk about this because this is now this is serious stuff. We're talking a week from today at a very formal place, Surrey City Hall. uh, And it's uh, several hours long. It starts at 10 in the morning and rolls right through to 5, I'm assuming, with a break or two built into the program. But that's still many hours of pretty focused stuff. So in all that time or throughout that time span, Gina, what do you uh, what do you intend to cover? So we'll be covering a number of topics. And like you mentioned, there will be a break at 12 for lunch. Uh, We'll be covering topics like how to build a budget for your household. So a lot of people struggle to become debt-free, to start investing, to save for real estate or children's education, because they simply don't know exactly how much money is coming in every month and Mm -hmm. how much is going out. So we'll start by building a household budget for every single participant. From there, we'll talk about how do you effectively manage debt. The average BC resident, for example, carries an outstanding balance over $20,000 beyond Mm. their mortgage. And the average credit card debt is approximately $10,000. And it's actually a number that we haven't seen in over a decade. And it really comes down to the rising cost of living, the increase in interest rates. So now more than ever, Canadians really need to take control of their finances. So the workshops will cover budgeting, how to effectively manage debt, the importance of monitoring your credit score and how to build it to excellence. We'll put a plan in place to teach our clients how to qualify for real estate, the importance of investing in the stock market, how to actually use, utilize a TFSA and RRSP correctly. Amongst other things like task, tax planning, we'll also have a CPA joining us and she'll be giving our participants um, active feedback on how they can improve their financial well-being from a tax perspective, whether they're self-employed or whether they're filing on the personal end. Yeah, and you mentioned interest rates, Gina, and that's a biggie these days as we see more and more Canadian homeowners or at least mortgage holders approaching a trigger point uh, that they hadn't yes. they hadn't imagined two or three years ago when they signed on to that variable mortgage. 
And now the, some of them are even facing negative equity. So again, uh, with interest rates and the cost of living, as you've already identified, increasing literally almost on a daily basis. Look at the price of lettuce, Gina. Uh, I, I mean, know. So again, it just, you know, finding money for real estate and TFSAs and all that stuff is great. But for an awful lot of people these days, Gina, it's finding enough money to make it through to the end of the month. All the rest of that stuff is kind of luxury superfluous at this point. I agree. It is. It, that's why I start with the budgeting activity, because the average person doesn't know how much money they have left over at the end of the month and right. where they can cut back. And I promise you, when I look at my client's financial statements, I see subscriptions coming out of their account. I see that they're spending their money in a lot of areas where they could realistically cut back. And we're also going to talk about other ways that they can make more money, because I think now more than ever, even with people being laid off, you know, you really can't just rely on your nine to five. So we'll be talking about different ways to increase your income streams as well. Mm -hmm. And you talked earlier about uh, managing debt. Uh, And there is such a good thing as good debt versus bad debt. And I I wanted you to try and and identify the difference between the two, if you can take a moment, Gina, and do that. Yes, this is an important topic we'll be covering. So good debt, let's start with that. I deal with a lot of clients who have student loans, doctors, dentists, or the average person with a student loan. And for some reason, they're always scratching their head and that student loan stresses them out. But I remind them, you know, if you went to post-secondary, you got an education, it's because you intended to make more money than the average person that didn't have that skill set. So don't stress out about your student loan. In most cases, you're paying a very low interest rate on that student loan, or you might not be making any payments at all. Mm -hmm. Another form of good debt is real estate. When you get a mortgage, again, yes, rates are rising, but historically, mortgage rates have been a lot lower than, you know, a credit card rate that you have when you're carrying credit card debt. Sure. So mortgage, mortgage, mortgage rates are rising. But at the end of the day, when you purchase property, that is an asset that's going to go up in value. And it's also going to potentially help you fund your retirement, pay for your children's education, like it just opens up so many doors for you. Um, when it comes to bad debt, that's credit card debt. Mm-hmm. That's when you're going out every weekend, you're ordering Uber Eats, you're spending way too much on unnecessary things like luxury goods or just the wants in your life. Um, and credit card debt is something that a lot of Canadians need to start tackling now. With the cost of living going up and with interest rates continuing to rise, if Canadians do not put a plan in place to pay down their credit card debt, things are only going to get worse in 2023. Yeah, good point. Uh, final question to you, Gina. We're, we're grateful yeah. for your time and a Saturday morning, and we wish you considerable success a week from today. You talked earlier about the credit score. How important is the credit score? Your credit score is so important. The average person doesn't realize that they can save more than $56,000 in interest in their lifetime by simply having an excellent credit score. So your credit score, one, protects you against identity fraud, and I would recommend that every single person tuning in put a plan in place to monitor their credit score. Second to that, it just saves you so much money and interest. It gives you negotiating room with your financial institutions when you take out a loan. And when you think about a mortgage, the average consumer pays well over $500,000 in interest on their mortgage. Mm-hmm. So you need to do everything in your power to have an excellent credit score. Interesting stuff. So now let's tell us about the fundamentals here. Uh, fundamentals of Wealth is the name of the workshop, friends. But how about the fundamentals of attending the workshop? Do you know what does a person have to do to sign up and, and show up? Perfect. So if you are interested in registering, visit my website, www.themmg.ca, and you can register yourself. You can also find me on Instagram at imgenajudge, and the link in my bio will also redirect you to the course.
Okay, the website is, uh, again, themmg.ca, and MMG stands for Millennial Money Guide, and the founder and owner of said Millennial Money Guide is Gina Judge. Gina, good luck next Saturday. You've got quite an ambitious project. I hope you got lots of attendees and, and do well. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.